Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hi, I'm Johnny Vegas, and you're listening to Cop Talk with Dunk. And all you other Liverpool sites, just stop embarrassing yourself, alright? Yo, what up? This is your boy Smooth, straight from New York. You're listening to Cop Talk Podcast. Remember this, you never walk alone, but if you fuck with us, you walk with a limp. Alright guys, it is Thursday the 6th of February 2020 and you are listening to the Cop Talk Podcast. Alright, now listen guys, I'm using a new microphone today, so you're going to have to let me know how it sounds. Can you tell the difference? Is it worse? Is it better? What do you think? It's a budget microphone to be honest. The one I usually use is up in like the £100 region. Uh, I needed another mic, I work between two different you know, rooms, a studio and an office. And um, the other one packed in, so I needed another one. I was mentioned it on my uh, my social media, and uh, so I, I want to give a shout out to Dave Shenton who threw thirty five pound at me straight away when he knew that it was going to cost me thirty five pound. I said I was going to try this new microphone. Usually I have the Blue Snowball mics, but uh, I've gone with one. I think it's Fine Fine or Fee Fine or something. K double six nine B. Uh, and 35 quid instead of, you know, 75, 85, 95. Sounds like a good job to me. What's it sound like, guys? Is it all right? Listen, David Shenton, I know you're uh, you're one of my boys. You always support me. You're a good kid. Uh, one of my members, too. I just want to give you a, you know, a shout-out for throwing that 35 quid in the kitty. And also, Richard Featherbeat and Ryan French both, both put a fiver in each. So I was able, able oh God, so I was able to get super-duper fast delivery and one of these, like, you know, fancy things that you put over the top that's supposed to cut out the noise. And I don't know if it's any good, guys. You're going to have to let me know. But I want to thank Dave, Richard and Ryan for supporting me. All right, guys. So we're going to take a look at what's in the news today. Uh, I haven't been through this, uh, to be honest. Uh, so I'm starting uh, blank, completely blank. And uh, we're going to start with Mbappe for a change. Apparently, he's agreed personal terms with Real Madrid. Now, this is a journalist called Oriel Domenech who's claiming this. He told Catalonia Radio that Real Madrid have already secured a move for Mbappé. And his quotes are this. From what they tell me from different clubs that have contacted him, Madrid has it closed. When Mbappé departs in 2020 or 2021, he will go to Madrid. I find that strange. So he's making a claim that the deal is already agreed, yeah, but he doesn't know when it's going to happen. So it's like, yeah, oh yeah, the deals are agreed, you know, terms are agreed and everything. 
Um, so, you know, it'll either be this year or next. It doesn't sound like I'd pay much attention to him, guys. I've never heard of him before. I don't think he's going to end up at Liverpool. I do think he'll end up at Real Madrid. Everyone's got an opinion about it at the moment. Liverpool fans, former Liverpool players, you know, pundits, journalists, everyone, you know, and they keep mentioning his name. A lot of speculation linking him with us, uh, but I can't see it happening. People keep saying, what night pay for it? Don't what they fund it. Look, Liverpool can fund the deal. There's no problem with that. Liverpool can fund the deal. It's the knock-on consequences of doing such. You know, like other players, they're going to say, oh, hang on a minute, if he's getting this, I want that. And also, people keep saying, bringing Nike, you know, keep, they keep bringing Nike into it. Oh, it'll happen because he's Nike. You know, Nike might fund this. And do you think Nike will fund the, you know, the, the new expansion of the stadium? And it's like, hang on a minute, Nike are only going to put in what they're obliged to put in is under the terms of their agreement with Liverpool Football Club. It's up to Liverpool to put money in to fund these things. If Liverpool then, you know, make zillions and trillions out of their arrangement with Nike, then great. But Nike aren't going to suddenly come along and pay for everything. What's why? Why are supporters thinking like that? I don't understand that. Cash boost, yes, but from the terms of the contract, they're not going to turn and go. Do you know what? I think we'll pay for that for you. So on, guys, stop it, man. Just cut it out. Stop, stop, stop. Mbappe is not coming to Liverpool Football Club, and I do hope you can cut that up as a little uh, soundbite and uh, throw it in my face in uh, in August when he completes a shot move to Liverpool because I would love to be wrong. Moving on from that, and we are uh, looking at Robbie Fowler here on the screen in front of me. Uh, Robbie has uh, been voted as the A-League coach of the month for January down under. Now, you know, Robbie's at Brisbane Row. I've been watching a bit of that A-League recently, guys. I don't know if you know this, but there's a girl... A, a girl? Hello. There's a game um, on, on an early kickoff, like on a, on a weekend, basically. I think Friday... It might even be a Friday. Yeah, Friday as well, I think. Friday, um, Saturday mornings, uh, UK time, probably about 8, 9 or something like that. I'm not sure. Um... And basically, because uh, I'm confused with all the time zones, so basically because I'm sat around doing nothing on a Saturday morning while I'm having my first cup of coffee of the day, I was flicking through the other week because oh, there's a bit of uh, Australian football, I think I'll watch that. I watched it, guys. I've watched maybe three games, four games. I've got to be honest, I'm not feeling it. I'm not, I'm not enjoying it. But, um, you know, that's up to the Australians to tell me. Is there a, you know, what do you think of your own league? Podcast at cottalk.com. Let, let me know if you have some you know, thoughts about this, guys, because I'm... I, I'm not a professional or anything. I just don't. I just don't see a very good standard of football. However, it was good to see Robbie in the dugout. You know, stood at the side of the pitch. He was there. And he's, you know, if you're wondering what he's wearing, is he in a tracksuit? Is he in a suit and all that? Yeah, he was in trousers and a shirt. He looked the part. Do you know what I'm saying? Everyone's talking about Steven Gerrard and his management and that. But we need, you know, we we needn't forget that. You know, we shouldn't forget that Robbie Fowler is starting his career too in management. Um, I don't know how he is received over there. Um, but I will be keeping a close eye on him. And uh, like I say, everyone mentions Steven Gerrard all the time just because of who he is. But let's not forget who Robbie Fowler is. He's God. Do you know what I'm saying? So let's, yeah, let's hope they uh, continue to do their uh, respectful stuff. And, and by the sounds of it, uh, Robbie's been recognised for having a decent month in January. So we've got Jurgen Klopp dominating awards back home for manager of the month and all that. And we've got Robbie Fowler doing it as well in Australia. So I think that's, uh, I think that's really good. So, um, Right, I saw this earlier as well. Uh, they're saying that Liverpool could be handed a boost in their pursuit for Kai Havertz, um, thanks to Philip Coutinho. So Liverpool have been linked with the Bayer Leverkusen ace, as we know. We know Liverpool would like to sign him, but in my opinion, I think his valuation is far too high for Liverpool to proceed with that. Um, and, you know, Bayern Munich are also interested in him also. Um, you know, the rumours are not going away. Anyway, Michael Ballack has been talking about Coutinho. 
and he thinks the Brazilian will have a big say in whether Bayern Munich move for Havertz or not. And he said, whether you might be obliged to do so, means move for Havertz, depends on Philip Coutinho's future. I don't want to make any recommendations there, but regardless of this, if Bayern act in perspective and you still want to get the best German players, Havertz has to be brought in. He is an exceptional player, but one thing is also clear. Havertz still needs time. The Bavarians have to decide whether they need his role and what he is worth to them. He is sure to bring everything FC Bayern needs, but it's possible uh, the transfer must, you know, the must the transfer must also fit into the financial framework, which is the similar um, stance that Liverpool are saying. So yeah, great player, primary target, top of Klopp's list, but they ain't gonna pay 100, 110, 120 million for him. Uh, Balak goes on to say that Coutinho is still new to Bayern. And it's not always easy, basically. Many top players have starting difficulties and do not always meet expectations. There are always a lot of stars playing at Bayern. It is also about vanities. Coutinho is a top player and has big talents, but he also needs team acceptance and a good relationship with the coach so that he can call on his skills. Coutinho must now pay back with his performance because it sounds like they don't want him, doesn't it? And uh, you know, Bass are trying to get rid of him because they don't want him to stay there. Apparently, he'd been offered back to Liverpool for, was it 93 million or something, guys, in that region? Liverpool wouldn't touch that. I think they'd touch it if it was a lot cheaper, though. I do. I think I think Klopp would have him back. I really do. Uh, what else have we got? I don't think there's going to be a lot of news for you guys today. I've got a feeling this could be a short podcast. Um, what have we got? On this day, 10 years ago, Dirk Kout netted a 1-0 victory over Everton, of all teams. Uh, at Anfield, he was a good player, wasn't he, Cowher? Very underrated. What a, what a workhorse. Well, he reminds me a bit like uh, Milner's job in the squad. Do you know what I mean, guys? Really like him. I've got a signed shirt from him, personalised to Dunk. He's one of the few players that I have, because I'm not you know, I'm not a fanboy, uh, but I recognise hard-working players when I see one, and Dirk was certainly uh, one of them. The Premier League has confirmed that the 2021 season will begin on August 8th. The current campaign began on Friday, August 9th. So the 2020-2021 start date remains in keeping with the general trend. How exciting is that? Now then, Wolves are bracing themselves for bids for Adama, Adama Traora in the summer. God, I don't know I'm getting my words mixed up today. But you know, I'm, I'm like with names, I'm useless. But apparently it'll take a Premier League record fee to land the winger. The uh, former Barcelona starlet has been one of the Premier League standout players this year. And Liverpool have been rumoured to you know, be interested in him. Um, and the tele- I think it's the Telegraph report. Wolves are expecting a- interest in the Spaniard and feeling can command more than £89 million that Man United pale paid for Paul Pogba in 2016. Are you having a laugh or what? Absolute madness. Madness. So... Uh, the Premier League changed the summer transfer window deadline. Uh, the madness of a proper summer deadline days back. Premier League clubs have voted to change the summer transfer window deadline back to September 1st. Well, I was about what then? I was about that then? Um, I didn't know that, so I've just stumbled on that. Yeah, so that's, that's an interesting development. And uh, I think it will be uh, interest, uh, not interested, welcomed by just about everybody, I think. Uh, and Glenn Johnson's been praising his former Liverpool teammate Lucas today, insisting um, Liverpool missed the Brazilian far more than any player when he was absent during his time at Liverpool. He said that he was the one we couldn't replace. 
He played the old role so well, which allowed Suarez to go and perform. He'd do all the stuff, and a top team needs that. Some fans don't see. Mm. Didn't get enough credit. Uh, he deserved it, Liverpool. Um, believes Johnson. Right, what's this? Liverpool legends announced more players for the Barcelona clash. Uh, this charity match uh, at Anfield in March. Uh, Kenny Dalglish and Ian Rush are, are going to be managing things with Fernando Torres and Luis Garcia have already been confirmed for Liverpool. While the likes of Edgar Davids, Patrick Cliver, Giuliano Belletti and Javier Saviola are set to play for the Catalan Giants. Sammy Upia, Jamie Carragher and Daniel Agger have now been confirmed as taking part. Uh, we've got Jersey Judek and Sander Westerveld in there. Um, Aurelio, Fabio Aurelio, Glenn Johnson, Jose Enrique, Jason McAteer, Phil Babb and Bjorn Torekavami. Wowzers. So, uh, yeah, that's more players added to the squad for that game, which I'm sure many of you will be looking forward to. Um, what else have we got to tell you? Uh, Mario Balotelli has been reflecting on his time at Liverpool in an interview with Corriella della Sports. Uh, he's at Brescia now, apparently. And uh, all he said here is, great at City, bad at Liverpool, where I didn't click with the manager. The ball just wouldn't go in. I lived through some very difficult days. Someone made a good point the other day in a live stream that I was doing on uh, on YouTube, coptalk.tv, and they were saying, do you remember when we used to get excited, when we went back in, you know, back then, we got excited when we signed Mario Balotelli because Liverpool weren't used to signing players of um, such, I don't want to say distinction, but he was a big name and Liverpool sort of went, we, we, it was a while, wasn't it? You know, now we, we just sort of like, yeah, we can sign him, we can sign, we expect that now. I mean, we're back again, aren't we, guys? I feel like we're back. We found it back. Jurgen has made me a believer, and he's turned Manchester City fans into doubters. That's what I like. But yeah, it was a, there was a, a red that was in the chat talking to me as part of the stream, and he said, "You know what? When we signed Balotelli, when we were all like, wow, this is it. We're finally back.'" And I've got to admit, as much as I'm embarrassed to to, to do so, that um, I did feel like that too. I was like, "Yes, we got Mario Balotelli. What a joke." Anyway. Uh, Nico Williams could be set for a full Wales call-up, apparently. The right-back has impressed for Liverpool this season, uh, this season with three assists from four. Uh, and apparently he's caught the eye of Ryan Giggs with Euro 2020 on the horizon. Wales take on Austria and the USA in two friendlies uh, at the end of March. And he's been tipped for his maiden call-up. Um, however, it's uh, there's also reports that England are interested in Williams. He has English grandparents. Uh, with under-20s boss Paul Simpson at Anfield on Tuesday night. Uh, to watch him uh, against Shrewsbury. Liverpool's FA Cup fifth round clash at Chelsea will take place on Tuesday, the 3rd of March, with a kickoff at 7.45 at Stamford Bridge, and the game will be televised on the BBC. Great. I absolutely love BBC coverage of football. It's like old school. I don't want BT Sport. I don't want Sky Sports. I want to watch it on the BBC. So that's great news for me. Now, what I would be interested to know, guys, is do you think that them, the same kids should be thrown in again? Or do you want to see some first-team players put in there now that it's Chelsea? What's your thoughts on that? That is the question of the day, without a doubt. Drop me an email, podcast at coptalk.com. Do you think I should use a WhatsApp number, give you a WhatsApp number to message me? Let me know. Uh, thousands of you bastards are downloading this every day, but not many of you take the effort to message me. You know what I'm saying? You're a bit lazy, aren't you? I know you're driving home and that. I get it. I get it. I get it. But come on. You know, we could do with uh, some input from you guys. I'd like to know your thoughts. You're not like my peoples on YouTube. We can't shut them up. 
you know what I mean? They're always commenting, but you lot on the podcast, you're a little bit shy. You leave it all to John, don't you? And John's emailed in today. We've got his email coming up in a minute. And he's got quite a few questions. Good old John. At least someone's taking the effort, eh? Chelsea, fee and Liverpool's Werner interest. Chelsea have reportedly taken a step back from their interest in Timo Werner and have switched their attentions to Moussa Dembele. Now, Dembele, of course, is a player that's been linked with Liverpool as well uh, because they fear Liverpool are leading the chase for the German. Uh, both clubs have been in, you know, linked with the Leipzig striker with rumours in January suggesting he could be set for a move to Stamford Bridge. I, don't, I didn't pay too much attention to that. I think that's weak. Uh, and, you know, he's... he's it's believed that he's keen on a move to England. He's said so himself. Um, but the Mirror newspaper reporting that Chelsea's change of target frees up Liverpool to firm up their interest in Werner. Meanwhile, the same report also claims both clubs are interested in Sancho. But it is Manchester United who are currently leading the chase. I don't believe that at all. At all. I think he's too expensive for Liverpool at the moment. His existing valuation, I think we have interest in him. No doubt about that whatsoever. But like Kai Havertz, I think he is overpriced. And I'd be surprised if Liverpool overpaid for those players. If you start seeing reports saying Liverpool will meet the valuation, that would suggest to me that Mane or Salah is leaving. Fortunately, we're not seeing that. Liverpool are saying that they're um, not willing to, you know, the, the, that's the vibe. There's no official line, of course, but the, the vibe and the, the news I've been telling you for a few months now is that Liverpool uh, think that they're overpriced. Um, so we shall see. Now, this report, obviously, the mirror reporting that uh, Manchester United are favourites uh, to get Sancho, but, you know, he is a Chelsea fan. So if he's not going to Liverpool, I would imagine he'll end up at Chelsea, but that's just a personal opinion. I don't know anything as to whether or not that is true, I am no Twitter ITK, guys. I'm not a Twitter ITK, you know. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So what else have we got? That is it on that front. Gosh, that's no news today, is there? There was something that I saw um, on here earlier. Where is it? Steve McManaman. This is what I wanted to, uh, to discuss with you. Uh, Steve McManaman says he would bring Philip Coutinho back to Liverpool. Um, he says that he'd welcome him back to Anfield with open arms, but he said he'd have to win back the trust of the fans. I don't think he'd have to win back the trust of the fans at all. I think the fans would take him back if the if the if the you know if the valuation was right. We sold him for for a fee around 142 million pounds. People were bitter about the way that he left, no doubt about it. But you know we we move on, don't we? Simple as that. He's reportedly desperate to leave. You know Barcelona. His, his loan hasn't worked out either, and. Um, you know, the suggestion is um, that Coutinho's even offered up, you know, his own money to, to force his way to Spain. Do you want me to read that exactly for you? It says, reportedly desperate to leave, according to boss Jurgen Klopp, rumours emerged that Coutinho offered up to €20 million Euros of his own money to force his way to Spain. However, former Reds midfielder Steve McManaman believes if the two clubs can work out a deal, he'd love to see Coutinho back on Merseyside. Maka said, I wouldn't mind seeing Coutinho back. He's a brilliant player, but a lot of it is just down to economics. If they can bring Coutinho back for a reasonable fee and potentially sell a couple of players who aren't playing regularly, then that could work. There are rumours that Shakiri may leave at the end of the season and Lalana may want to play more often. 
if there's space available, then I'd certainly like Coutinho back as he was a wonderful player for Liverpool. He's that type of player that when plan A isn't working, he can change the game. He scored some incredible goals for Liverpool and thought, and though he'd have to win the fans over as he has to leave, I think that most fans would recognise how good he was for Liverpool. Um, is that it? He seems to have lost his way a bit in the minute. He needs a bit of TLC and an arm round him, doesn't he? So if he wants to come back to Liverpool and the deal was good, then I'd have no qualms taking him back because he's a lovely player. And do you know what? I agree with Stephen. What do I do? And I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up back at Liverpool. It, it wouldn't surprise me at all, but the price would have to be mega, mega, mega reduced for that to happen, guys. No doubt about it. And how embarrassing would it be for Barcelona to sell a player back to Liverpool for £100 million less than what they paid for him, for example. So is that really going to happen? Probably not. Um, but yeah, I would take him back. And again, I would like to know whether uh, whether you would uh, do, you know, whether you would. Drop me an email, podcast at coptalk.com. So I'm going to move on to uh, to see what uh, this chap has got to say. John Richards, what's he saying today? Here are my questions for Thursday's podcast. Brace yourself, Dunk. Winter break. Dunk, when we play Boxing Day, we should have a break till New Year's Day, not play two or three games in between and take a week's break, the first week in January, but playing after 48 hours is crazy. What do you think, Dunk? I think I can't get my head around the question because I'm terrible at um, the thought process. I can only do one thing in my head at a time. Let me read it again. When we play boxing there, we should have a break till New Year's Day. Uh, all right. Not play two or three games in between and then take a break the first week in January. But playing for, after 40 hours is crazy. What do you think? Yes, playing after 40 hours is crazy. Look, but the thing is, I'm not a fan of all this talk of breaks. I can't be doing with it. Do you know what I mean? They pay zillions. Get on with it. Stop being so lazy. This is why we've got a squad. This is why we've got all these players. What I will say is I can't stand international breaks. You know when they have the international breaks for meaningless friendlies in this stupid new competition they've got now, right? I can't stand it because there's no football at all to watch. What I like about this winter break that we're enduring now is even though you know there's, we're not involved this weekend, there are fixtures to watch. There's something to watch. There's still an interest. So the way they've done that, I, I support. I think, you know, I don't like the idea of breaking over Christmas and things like that. You know, the Boxing Day and New Year's fixtures are very important, traditional part of the calendar. So I wouldn't want to see them messed around. Um, you know, for me, a break, whenever the break is, it doesn't matter if it's January or February. I don't like breaks. So I want to watch Liverpool all the time. But if they're going to break, all I want to do is see some action. So if it's a staggered break, I like it. I welcome it. John, he then goes on to say, FA Cup, yes, fucking yes. Why did Ricketts play five at the back? What was he frightened of, the bloody scary cat? Anyway, moving on. Clock won't get away with it again, playing all kids. As where are we going to score? This would be my team for Chelsea. Adrian, Williams, Matip, Vandenberg, Milner. Uh, he's got Chiravella as a holding midfield. Keita, uh, right midfield, Jones, left wing Minamino uh, and he's got Origi and uh, up, set up as a centre forward he's got here and he's put RW Shakiri uh, and then he's gone on with his subs he's getting some he's getting stuck into this is John he's got Keller Lalana Elliot Hover or Hover whatever you pronounce it Lovren Lewis Clarkson Ox why the feck are we playing Chelsea Thursday the 5th of March at 7.45 and playing Bournemouth 12.30 on the 7th he's not impressed He's starting to sound like Jurgen Klopp and Pep Guardiola is John Richards. Oh, just bring the football on. 
Stop the mourning, I said, John. Let them get on with it. This is why they've got squads. Let them get on with it. Uh, question three. With Chelsea, Bournemouth and Atletico Madrid... Hang on, what was the actual question? I don't know what the question was. I think that was more of a statement. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, question three. With Chelsea, Bournemouth and Atletico Madrid in mind, would you like to see a stronger than normal team against Chelsea, Dunk? I'm resting a few for Bournemouth, ready for, ready for Atletico. I've been watching Atletico closely. They're off form. They're not doing too good. When we were paired with them, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, this is going to be a tricky game. You know what I'm saying? But I am concerned at all at the minute. That doesn't mean I'm going to go into the game expecting it just to be a walk in the park. But the, the, I saw them play the bottom of the table side. I think it was Leganes or something like that. Or maybe second bottom. I've got a feeling of bottom. I don't know. Uh, last week or the other week. And they were terrible. Absolutely terrible. Question four. Uh, right, a bit random question, but can you see a pattern happening? With the first 11 mirror image most weeks, right, the first 11 mirror image most weeks, normal back five, Brexit midfield, Cavalier or Caribbean front three, that's not the colour of their skin before I get hate mail. Fucking hell, John, what's going on here? Let's look at the factory, let's play a game. Let's look at the factory. Right, hang on, he's got he's, he's throwing more players at me, more lineups here. He's got Kelleher, Williams, Lewis, Phillips, Orver, whatever you pronounce his name. VDB Samba, holding midfield Greek, Clarkson, Kane, Kane, Jones, Brewster, Jones. This is without the track players, he's caught playing for life after the first team. You're too deep for me, John. You're too deep. I can't get my head around these things, mate. Honestly, you're really, you always come up with all these different like uh, permutations and stuff, don't you? Are you a bit of a stato? Do you sit there working it all out and stuff like that? Because you're saying there again, you know, about Klopp planning for life after the first team squad. You've been, um, you keep mentioning that all the time, don't you? But um, I don't know how to answer the question. Um, is Klopp planning for life after the first team squad? No, I don't think he is. With the, I don't think, with the, with the way that we've got these younger players coming through, and I don't think he looks ahead to them with them, because I think that. It's just part of their, uh, you know, their progress, and it can go either way. So I don't think you can look at any of them players and go, right, I'm going to be able to rely on Curtis Jones in a year's time or two years' time. So uh, no, I think it's very much for the moment. Is that what he says? Isn't that what he says for the moment? Um, and I wouldn't read too much into uh, into that. So you know, a lot of these we've said this before, haven't we, John? About kids over the years, you know, and then we never see them again. Harry Wilson, we all thought, you know, a better year ago, two years ago. You'd have been saying the same thing and, and putting out, you know, mentioning Harry Wilson being involved. And where is he? Do you know what I mean? Nowhere to be seen. Very difficult side to get into. I don't think that, um, you know, the kids are, are more or less, you know, additions, looked at additions. I don't think you would look at any of them and go, right, he's guaranteed our future. So I'm not so sure, pal. Question five. Mo Salah, at the end of next season, June 2021, Mo will be 29 years of age. Now then, half an hour, I can't remember. I can't remember. Let me get his uh, his wiki uh, on my uh, on my screen because he turns twenty eight in June, so twenty nine next summer. You are on the ball, which I didn't doubt you uh, for one moment, but I just like to confirm it in my head because I remember looking at this yesterday. Dunk, can we risk keeping Salah for two more seasons until he's thirty? And the question is, can we still demand two hundred million transfer fee for more? Uh, this could be where your said Sancho Werner Havertz money comes from. This is a good shout. This is a good shout, John. And, um, you know, Liverpool are in no rush to get rid of him, but when is the right time to sell him if you want to? I, I even feel disgusted talking about selling him because I actually really like him. And, um, you know, I've got time for a player that doesn't seem to be looking for a move or anything. 
But Liverpool have to say to themselves, when is the best time to sell? When is the best time to sell any asset? We'd all be the same in our personal life. When's the best time to sell my car and stuff like that? Because my valuation is going to drop, 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 drop. So would we still get 200 million for him? I'm not so sure. I think we might have done last year. Um, but I don't know, mate. I don't know what, what sort of valuation you'd be looking for. But what I do know is that you're right there to say at what point are they going to look at cashing in. It could be this summer, but I think it's it would be more likely be next summer. But who knows? We don't know what's going to happen. The good thing is the speculation is rather, you know, it's rather quiet, isn't it? There's no real, um, what, you know, what's the word? There's not really a great big deal of speculation coming from Spain at the moment, from Barcelona, from Real Madrid, etc. We see the little mentions with Mane here and there at the moment. Uh, so that's the way we want to see it, I think. So, But you're right, you know, if you sold him for 200 million, there's your money to, to bring in two quality players. You know, there's no doubt about it. Rebuilding has to be on the agenda soon. We need to see those changes soon. I was wondering if that's how they were going to manage to try and get Werner in and say, look, I know you're worried about your game time. But, you know, we've got this African Cup of Nations coming up. We're challenging on various fronts. You know, next, you know, it might only be for a short while because, you know, I'll be looking at moving out a player. So maybe that's why we're seeing a bit more interest to do with Werner at the moment. But who knows where the hell he's going to end up, John? Do you know what I mean? So I do appreciate you taking the time uh, to email me, John. Uh, and any of you guys can also email the podcast at podcast at coptalk.com. I think that's going to be it for today. If you want to support the podcast, guys, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Duncan Oldham or go to coptalkpodcast.com. It'll take you to the same place. You can join the squad and get access to Friday's super duper exclusive top secret hidden episode. Yeah. That's tomorrow because I do the podcast Monday to Friday, you know, every weekday. Uh, I try to get it online for four o'clock, but Fridays is reserved exclusively for those of you that support the podcast. All right. So uh, if you want to get involved, go to coptoppodcast.com or patreon.com forward slash Duncan Oldham, become a supporter of the podcast. And basically it means you're buying me, you know, a coffee a month. That's it. If you enjoy the podcast, if you enjoy it through the week and you want Fridays, there you go. And there will be additional things coming in the uh, in the pipeline. If I can get some support with this, um, we shall see. Uh, at the moment, you know, an email would be supporting the podcast, wouldn't it? Podcast at cocktail.com. So don't forget, guys, the podcast is on Facebook and Twitter if you want to be alerted to new episodes when they go live. Uh, this podcast will be uh, online for, for today. You'll be listening to this nice and early, hopefully. It's uploaded to Spreaker first, uh, and then they distribute it to Apple and Google Podcasts and the TuneIn Radio app and Spotify, etc. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed that, guys. Uh, I've given you something to think about. Uh, that is basically, you know, what's uh, in the news today. There isn't a lot of news today, and uh, it's probably going to be quiet while this uh, winter break is taking part. I'd like to know your thoughts on the winter break. What do you think about the um, the transfer deadline going back? Uh, to how it was uh, I personally welcome that and uh, anything anything you've got um, to get off your chest about Liverpool Football Club or any questions etc please do let me know alright guys take care um, if you're one of the squad one of my supporters I will catch up with you tomorrow on Friday don't forget I don't read the emails out on a Friday just in case you know you, you're someone that doesn't have access to Friday's episode I wouldn't want to be reading your email out if you couldn't you know, listen to it. That wouldn't be very fair. So the emails will return on Monday. So you've got till Monday with that. Uh, so, yeah, if you're with the squad, I'll catch up with you tomorrow. If you're not one of my supporters, I will catch up with you on Monday. All being well. All right, guys. 
Have a good one and I'll speak to you later. Hooray!